we haven't really talked about this before. Maybe I might have seen on your Instagram or something that you're um, a makeup artist. Yes. You saw that. Yeah, I am. Sorry, does that sound a bit like I've been stalking you? <laughs> <laughs> I love being a makeup artist I've been doing makeup for gosh for many years but I've been doing it like professionally for about five years I'd say now yeah so um I'm just working on a freelance basis of course because of like Noah and home educating mm-hmm. but um yeah it's something I got into as like in my late teens yeah I just always liked it and I kind of had a natural hand at it so I just mm-hmm. kept going I did stop for a while and I went off to university and I studied something completely different. But in fact, when I had Noah, I was like, okay, what could I do that I really like? And then that's when I went back into doing makeup. And yeah, I've been doing it ever since, really. Yeah. Wow, cool. <laughs> it is. But yeah, I, I really enjoy it. it. It will always be a part of me. But of course, with the current situation, I haven't actually done a client for almost a year now since March I had to stop I had to cancel all my bookings that I had for 2020 or my weddings and everything I think I was able to do uh, one or two clients in the middle of the lockdowns you know but yeah no I miss doing it you like had a break but then you decided to come back to it yeah did you do any more training or did you sort of build up your experience as you went yeah I just built up my experience as I went yeah I wasn't doing anything any training I was just doing like myself really because in fact it wasn't something that I saw myself doing seriously in my late teens I didn't really think of it as a serious career really for many reasons I just thought oh no I'll do something more I don't know academic if you like more book related (laughs) I don't know so when I came back to it like I said it's when I became a mum and I was thinking of what I really wanted to do and also something that was flexible and that just something I'd really enjoy doing so I said yeah I'm gonna I want to do what I what I really want to do I actually did more training after when I got back into it mm-hmm. I'd um, have a diploma and everything what do you think really fires you up about the work I just enjoy lifting people's moods I just feel like you know when I sit down with a client I mean first of all it's just great to build that rapport you know we have great conversations and then I just love the the after effect, you know, when the client looks in the mirror and they're like, oh, wow, they, they love what they see. And it just makes them feel good for the day, even if it's just for the day, which usually is, of course. It just helps them feel, feel good about themselves, you know. And I genuinely just enjoy the actual art of it, like doing eyeshadow and, and I don't know, colour correcting. And I just enjoy the job itself. Are you also good at art? No, people ask me that a lot and I'm like, not, not really. Um, I did do art in school I did art GCSE so yeah I've always kind of been into art but nothing special at all makeup is obviously an art form isn't it it is I mean I'm terrible at putting on makeup (laughs) I just like shovel on a load of black eyeliner and that was it (laughs) Uh, 
yeah, you have to have maybe some of the same skills. Absolutely, yeah, an eye for detail and a steady hand, <laughs> and then that's it. But there's just so many different um, types of makeup. So in my training, I did things like SFX and periodic makeup. So we did it all. Um, I just chose to kind of stick more with the beauty makeup. So like bridles and a bit of fashion. I do love fashion as well, makeup. Those other types you just mentioned, what do they mean? Did you say periodic? Um, Like, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s makeup. So just time period makeup. So we did go through the decades and do different makeup styles that they did back then. And my favourite would have to be, I really enjoyed the 70s, I believe, because it was very simple, but it's kind of like clean, but bold. The eyes were very bold. The focus was on the eyes. Because I really like the huge spidery lashes. (laughs) That's what I liked. Yeah, that's my favourite thing. Um, I remember I did a hen night um, and they wanted 80s themed makeup because... They had a, well, 80s-themed hen night, and they had, like, bold disco oh. makeup, yeah, and the bright colours, and, yeah, all of that, so. So, did you say SFX? Yes. Special effects makeup, that is, yeah, it's special effects. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So, yeah, you'd see a lot of that in movies, and, yeah, learning how to do scars and um, cuts and stuff, and it was really fun. That's hard work. Ooh. I don't know if I'd go into that. And it takes a lot of skill yeah. to perfect that. It's not something you can learn in like a day it takes so much to really get it looking realistic actually yeah henry's quite interested in it he likes watching the youtube videos where you know they do like a time lapse of someone having their makeup and prosthetics Ah, (laughs) that's good yeah no honestly and these younger people as well are getting so good at it it's incredible you know so long as it is just an art i understand why parents and grandparents worry but i mean if they're good at it and it's they're doing amazing work then why not fantastic I think it's really good TikTok and other platforms like that are encouraging just everyone to have a go at it as well yeah train yourself yeah you in a way and then that exactly and that's another thing you can just learn off of others online and then you know if you've got if you're able to get your hands on the right material and the right kit sit down and practice and do it yourself with Noah he went to a nursery and a childminder in fact we kind of did a bit of the both so obviously childminding offers a different environment than a nursery does and I could already see from then the difference in the structure and how it was almost like he was sort of made to fit a box that wasn't really him the structure and the way that they kind of were shaping him to fit the school environment and I was like yeah I don't think this is this is him really it's not something I planned to do before having kids I don't think it's something I really thought about but when Noah was around two three years old it's just something that I like heard about I can't even recall exactly where, but I remember hearing about home educating. It may have been on like a daytime TV programme. I just thought, oh, there's there's an option to like home educate. So I just started to do my research, just looked into it and I just saw all the amazing benefits. So then I just said, okay, I'm, I think it's going to be something I'm going to do. At this time, I wasn't 100% sure. Of course, he was still young. But when the time came, I just plucked up the courage and said I'm gonna do this it was almost an instinctive decision as a mum I just felt it was right 
I did look into the options of sending him to school, but I wasn't 100% happy with what, what I saw there in general. I went to offer Noah a, like a well-rounded sort of education and childhood as well. It was really important for me to bond with him and spend family time as well, more family time than we could do when he's at school. You know, growing up, I'd never heard of anyone being home educated, never knew anyone who was home educated. And I didn't meet anyone until I started. So it was definitely quite scary and daunting. I was in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, what am I doing? Even now, I do feel like Noah isn't suited. I can't imagine him in that environment. I don't think he fit there. It was difficult. I did get a lot of pressure. It was hard and I struggled because, like I said, I knew I wanted to do it. And obviously as his mum, I was like, you know, I, I just know it's right. But um, other people, of course, have their own opinions and, you know, didn't quite understand why I was doing this. They thought I was crazy. <laughs> I think they just thought, OK, well, what's this about? And It's quite unheard of. Well, it's very unheard of in my family in particular. Yeah, we just don't do it, especially being from an African background as well. It's just school is where you go and that's just it. <laughs> it's very different. There is no other option. I didn't get made to kind of feel bad that I'm not putting him into school because it's, uh, it's an opportunity. But now it's, it's a thing where they are like, OK, it, it's working. They can't really say it's not. Initially, it was like, oh, it's not going to work. How can it be done? And of course, the big question was, how will he socialise? You know, you could probably relate to all these kind of questions. So I just kind of had to prove them wrong. I was like, no, this is going to work. He's a sharp kid, that boy. So I knew that we'd be fine. I just had to believe in myself. But yeah, no, I'm glad I did it. So what was your school experience like? Overall, I didn't, didn't enjoy it. I didn't actually like school. And that probably did contribute to my decision to home educate Noah. Not that I'm basing my experiences on my child, but still just kind of, I understood from a young age what I wasn't getting from the education system. You know, the things that I lacked. I went to a good, a lovely primary school, a really good primary school as a small Christian um, school. So that was good. And then from then on, I think I changed in year six, which, of course, is the last year of primary. And that's pretty much where it went downhill for me. Mm. Um, I experienced a lot of bullying. Um, I experienced that was the main thing, really bullying. And that, but it really affected me. There wasn't much help at all. Some of the teachers probably just as bad as the students, really. So it's just, mm. it was just negative, really. And in terms of academically, I think for me, I just, I just know that most of what I've learned has been in my life and that I use and need now as an adult has been from like outside of school, has been post-school. But the positives of my school experience are, I guess I made some good friends, uh, some of my high school friends who I'm still friends with to this day. So yeah, that's one good thing that came out of um, school once the kind of yeah the bullying subsided but yeah that was a really big part of my school life I know being a teenager is difficult anyway many 
teenagers have like low self-esteem and things like that but it doesn't help when you don't really have friends at school it's not easy that's another thing that I really want to protect Noah from people may see it like oh I'm over protecting him or trying to wrap him in cotton wool and that's not the case I don't feel like bullying has any any positive consequences yes there's nothing I know positive that comes out of it because people say yeah. that it's like a character building. That's what yeah. happens you hear about bullying, oh, isn't it? There's nothing character building about it. If anything, it has the opposite effects. So one thing I do like to do with Noah is travel. We've only been abroad twice. And the first time was for his fourth birthday. So it was like a treat for him and for me. And uh, we went to Crete. It was amazing. We had a really good time. Um, I was quite nervous to go because it was my first time traveling alone without another adult. And it was his first time abroad. But it was, totally fine and I'd really recommend it um, especially if you're you know, a single parent or you've just got one child it's, it's really good to go away with your kid and bond. Had a lovely time, beautiful weather, we stayed in a in a beautiful hotel we were just all catered for so it was it was lovely and he, he got a lot of attention there as well because he was so cute and he was just very energetic so he was just running around and he would dance with people and we went on lots of excursions and we explored the island together so it was really great bonding time for us I did lose my bank card out there actually <laughs> It's so silly, what happened is I'd gone out there with like super long acrylic nails. Back then I used to like wear really long ones. I think for some reason I'd only had one of my bank cards out there. And I'd put it in the ATM to get cash out. And of course put my card in, you know, put my pin in, money. And you know, they give you the card back first. and. I could not get my card out, so I'm just there pitching away and just, I was like, ah, and then it just, it went, it took my card and I was like, oh, I had no more cash left on me. I think I had to call my bank and it was just a long process by the time I would have been able to get money to me. I thought, okay, the quickest way to do this is to ask someone, like a random uh, tourist, to transfer money into their account so that they could withdraw it for me. Yeah, I think at first they were a bit like, oh, should we trust her? But yeah, they were so kind about it and of course they did it and it was no problem. Another thing we did, I remember I was bored at home and I'd had two weeks off work and I just thought, let's go somewhere. <laughs> So I booked a last minute trip for us to Copenhagen, Denmark. It was lovely, it was just before Christmas. Oh, I love Copenhagen, we had such a good time. We were there for uh, just a weekend and we went to Tivoli Gardens, which is one of the oldest amusement parks in the world, I believe. 
So yeah, we had a great time there. It's such a beautiful city. I absolutely love it. It was a nice, a nice experience with with me and Noah. Well, we had a lot of food, <laughs> um, pizzas, and uh, we went to like lots of cafes. And we went on a bus tour, just toured the city. So yeah, Noah's asking for us to go away together again. I think he really enjoys traveling and uh, I just hope that we can do more as soon as possible. What brings me joy? Simple things in life, <laughs> the simple things. Spending time with my son, playing games with him. It's something we've been doing a lot recently, just doing a lot of board games and card games. He love, loves card games. And definitely just going on our, on our hikes and our walks and nature. That's just the little things like that just bring me joy. Being with my son, really. Appreciating quality time. <laughs> um, and in the past year, I've learned to cook some new, some new dishes. I'm also baking. I've gotten into recently. So what have you been baking? Tell me what you've been baking. Um, I last tried, these are really bad as well, like uh, Nutella filled <laughs> chocolate cupcakes with Nutella buttercream. <laughs> I know, that's the thing with baking, isn't it? <laughs> do you like to cook meals? As I do, well? yes. I do enjoy cooking. I don't cook often, mind you, because it is just me and um, my son here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I do enjoy cooking like a good home cooked food have you got like a, a dish that you do really well um there's a dish called jellof rice okay. have you heard of it jess it's a rice dish mm -hmm. that has like a tomatoey sauce i mix mine with beef but yeah it's really nice and it's, it's so like a west african dish <laughs> and it goes down well <laughs> i like a bit of jellof rice anyone can do it yeah it's not not hard we do a bit of cooking around yeah. here because henry is quite into cooking oh that's so moment. good I mean, technically, you might not call it exactly home cooking, but it kind of is. We we use these boxes called um, Simply Cook. Oh, I have heard of them. Cook? I believe it, Simply Cook, yeah. So you get like a, a, a little box and it's got in three pots of like spices or paste right. or something. And so you get all the other ingredients. So it's, it's like somewhere in between, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not exactly <laughs> cooking from scratch, not no. exactly. <laughs> At least he's keen, interested in it, that's good. Yeah, especially at the moment when there's not a lot else going on. Sometimes I think, God, thank God for this, because, you know, at least it's something that we're doing. I can sort of say, you know, we have done yeah. something today, cooking together. And that's... Yeah. And it's a good learning know. opportunity, isn't it, cooking? Yeah, definitely. So this is how you make jello fries. At least this is how I like to make it. In an hour and a half, you'd have a nice pot of jello fries. I like to make mine with beef, sort of diced beef. I would fry that with onions and then I'd make a mix of onions, some bell peppers, ginger, garlic, one or two scotch bonnet peppers. I like it fairly hot. Blend that in the food processor and then pour that into the pot with the fried beef and onions. Add some tomato puree. Let that cook for 15 minutes and then add a can of chopped tomatoes in there and then again let that cook for about 10 minutes 
then I'd season it, you know, add all like salt, pepper, Maggie cubes and jellifices. Here's a tip, at this point actually, you can stop and you would have yourself a nice West African beef stew. Then to continue on to make jellifice, add like beef stock and then add rice. Depending how much you're making, I was gonna say like two cups, but it depends on the quantity I'm making. You can tell by the consistency of the mixture. It should be nice and runny. You wanna have enough water in there because you're gonna cook rice. You're, you're putting raw rice in there. You put foil on top of the pot and then put the lid on so it all like, cooks in nicely. And then you're just gonna like cook that all together. I usually leave it for 20 minutes and then I check it in 20 minutes and I give it a nice stir and then put the lid back on, leave it for another 20 minutes and that's usually enough. And then, yeah, once you're done, you should have a nice, moist, flavoursome gel of rice and it should look nice and rich. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing. It's a nice party dish. It's great comfort food, great all year round. So yeah, <laughs> that's how you make dinner fries.